the OK Drama Podcast, where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. We're back! Yay! With more epi- episode. <laughs> with more romance as a bonus book. I'm really liking this drama so far. And I loved episode seven and eight. It was a real good mixture of, like, heartfelt moments. Mm-hmm. And Character development. Yes. Um, drama. Fun moments. Fun moments. Love that Gangnam Leopard. <laughs> More uh, love rectangles, rhombuses, rhombi, trapezoid, trapezoid, whatever. <laughs> Quadrilateral. <laughs> anyway, um, let's yes. get into it. Yeah, episode seven. The title is "Tell Him I'm Waiting Here," and the synopsis says from Netflix: "Peeved to hear Donnie accepting Sojun's sudden offer to go out, Yunho texts her while she's at at a bookstore on her date, but her evening hits a snag." Womp, womp. Womp. Yeah, that it looks like a really um, specific scene that the synopsis yeah. goes over. Yeah, there's I, a bit more to this episode than just that, but I guess it's a big deal to Yunho that she's going on a date. Yeah, I saw a really interesting tweet, which I kind of agreed with, that like Donnie is really the main character of this drama, mm-hmm. and Yunho is almost just like her side. Yeah, kick, I guess. <laughs> Her romantic sidekick? Her partner in crime. Yeah. Um, but... I agree with that. Because usually it's kind of split between two people, but, mm-hmm. like, she is, like, it pretty Yeah, much. everything's kind of revolving around her and getting this job and lying uh-huh. about things. And... Yeah, but uh, you do see things through his perspective yes. also, which is interesting. But, yeah, like, we're really more invested in Donnie's story. And we also don't really see things from her perspective that much. Like, I mean, like, we see it, like, live, but we don't see, like, what she's thinking. Yeah. Like, the way you do with Yunho. Yeah. It's or, interesting. Or we'll get to it later where, like, his other half, his brain is, like, telling him to <laughs> I, do or not do things. I called him his cool guy. <laughs> in the notes. <laughs> That's how he should always look. But we'll <laughs> yeah. get there. Yes. So, uh, episode seven starts where the other episode left off where all four of them are kind of looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Or not all four of them, but, like, it's, like, cutting to different faces and expressions. Um, and then uh, Donnie says that she'll go out with him, but Yunho gives her extra work to do. Like, last minute, like, I need you to edit this in red. Petty. Yeah. And Hayden is like, I'll do it. It's fine. Didn't somebody call you? And she's about to give it to her, and Yunho's like, mm and just doesn't even, like, really look at her either. Like, it's it's an intense kind of fucked up moment. Yeah, and, like, Hayden is like, what the hell, dude? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Because, of course, like, I sometimes forget this, but the coworkers don't realize that, like, her and Yoon-ho are, like, besties, let alone, yeah. like, that they live together. Yeah, they know, to them, they're just... Coworkers. Yeah. That just met, like, a few months ago Like, everybody something. else just met her. Yeah. It's so interesting. And I, I wonder how everyone's gonna feel... When it eventually does come out that they do know each other and have a long history. Yeah. Because that has to come out at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, Miss So is trying to get people to go clubbing with her again, just like previously. Um, her ex-husband asks her to go out to dinner with him, and she kind of just ignores him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Typical. Um, and then ji and Park Hoon are still fake dating, um, so she can be independent from her mom. But she also uses it as an excuse to go out with her friends instead of hanging out with him. So he goes home, and that's about it with those two, at this mm-hmm. point at least. Yeah, so I like super their cute. friendship. Yeah. 
And we can kind of tell that Park Hoon kind of has feelings maybe mm-hmm. for Jiwoo. Like, at the very least, he thinks that she's cute. Uh-huh. And he kind of, like, takes care of her at work a little bit. But also probably way. kind of like this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> because she's just like, my mom thinks I'm in love with you. She's not going to mess with me, but I'm going to go hang out with these people. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> So, after everyone kind of goes home and Donnie finishes her petty tasks from Yunho, <laughs> Yunho asks if she's meeting Sojun, and she says yes to go out to eat. Um, or she tells him, like, go out to eat since there's no food at home. Mm-hmm. And then I was wondering, do you think she said that because she was like, I might be bringing him home? Or just, like, kind of as a caring figure, like, hmm. there's no food at home, so don't go home and expect food. Like, you should mm-hmm. go out to eat. I'm thinking more like don't expect food. Okay, because I at first I interpreted like, hey, I might be bringing him home. But uh-huh. on rewatch, I thought like, oh, I think she's just kind of being that like typical Donnie oblivious. Yeah, like, I'm kind of like your mom. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see her as the type to like bring him home. Yeah, because this is like their first date, and she's also been like really nervous about him not knowing who she really is or yeah. her backstory and stuff. Um, I'm sure she would like to, though. Yeah. She seemed, like, interested, like, when he said he had feelings for her or whatever, and she got mm-hmm. really excited. Her, like, slow uh, Yeah, like, she's totally into it. But I feel like her personality would want to just get to know him more. Yeah. So they leave, and Yunho gives her his scarf and wraps it around her in, like, a pretty cute scene. Mm-hmm. But... When he first walks out with a scarf on, you and I both were like, it looks like he's wearing a neck brace. Yeah. Because it's so fluffy and, like, so colored. Yeah. It's thick. It's just a huge fucking scarf. Mm-hmm. He wears it well. Just a little interesting looking. Yeah. Um, so, Donnie finally meets up with Sojun, and Yunho walks through them and like, very typical, like, I'm trying to break you up kind mm-hmm. of stance. And he tells him not to stay up too late. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, Just so classic, like, little brother, Mm -hmm. whatever. Or big brother. Yeah. Brother stuff, I guess. So then we cut to Park Hoon in his cute little apartment. He Mm -hmm. has, like, a little studio thing going on. Yeah, he's adorable. And he makes some really fantastic-looking ramen. (laughs) And he gets a great pick for the gram. Mm -hmm. And then Gio's mom and her secretary, like, barge into his apartment. Because they're like, we're from the leasing office or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, huh? And he opens the door <laughs> like a dummy. And they just, like, come in without taking off their shoes. Which mm-hmm. is super rude in they Korea. fuck. No. Yeah, they have, like, no respect for him at all. Mm-hmm. And they love how he's like, you're not taking off your shoes? <laughs> anyway. So I'm he, not selling. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I signed the lease. <laughs> he's like, I have a few more months left. <laughs> so... Yeah, he's super confused, and at first he thinks, like, they're the owners of the building or something, and then he realizes who they are, and he tells them off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like, he is not intimidated by these people at Free all. Parkour. Yeah, which, for some reason, I'm, like, really intimidated by rich people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I don't give a fuck that you have money. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just, I feel like rich people carry themselves yeah. in a way that can be a little intimidating sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Anyway, so he's not like that, apparently. And um, he 
like after a while he starts being like super dramatic and he's like I love Ji Yul and Ji Yul loves me and if you won't let us be together we'll just run away <laughs> and again in his like dramatic telling of his love to her mom he's like and you guys should take off your shoes <laughs> I don't know he's really funny um also side note Gio's mom looks really good oh yeah for being a mom of a grown woman yeah absolutely I'm sure she's like um had some work done yeah on that face <laughs> Jackie from Natch Butte money is the best um money is the best or yeah money's the best lotion something money's like that money's the best skincare or I think it's yeah. best serum I don't remember what she does but Basically, you got money, you're going to fucking look good. Yeah, totally. Because you got that money. Got that money. Yeah, I... Well, this is a conversation for off mic about Botox, <laughs> but anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, at this point, okay. Yoon-ho goes home, and he's trying to figure out what to do with himself. So, obviously, he's jealous. He's upset that she's hanging out with this dude that he really doesn't like. And then suddenly, as you call him, his inner cool guy emerges. Uh-huh. And yeah, he does look really fucking cool. And I made a note like, man, his hair looks so much better like that. Why doesn't he do that all the time? Mm-hmm. Like seeing the two Yunho side by side, the real Yunho with his hair on his forehead is just kind of blue. Yeah, he lo- definitely looks like a lot less mature. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a schoolboy-ish yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit like too comfortable. Mm-hmm. too lazy with like the the face and hair deal i've noticed that in quite a few k-dramas they do that to guys as as in like um this is kind of their lazy look or casual mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. when they're going out somewhere they have like their hair yeah combed back like that's the only change about them. but they suddenly look so much yes, better like um insuspicious partner Basically, like, the main guy character was a prosecutor, mm-hmm. and then he, like, is forced to, and he, during that time, he, like, has his hair come back, and then he kind of has to, like, resign in disgrace, and during the time that he's working as, like, a lawyer, which in Korea, you're either a prosecutor or a lawyer, and a lawyer is always, like, a defense attorney, basically, mm-hmm. or, like, anyway, so... He's, like, super depressed, and his hair is just, like, flat, like, Yoon-ho's, and then... That's funny. Spoiler alert for Suspicious Partner. He then, like, later in the show, becomes a prosecutor again, mm-hmm. and his hair, like, he starts That's combing funny. it again. And I'm like, why couldn't you have combed your hair while you were a lawyer? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But... A form of depression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so funny. Um, so, yeah, his inner cool guy comes out, and he's basically like, dude, don't be lame. Don't call her. Don't text her. Like, it's going to be really embarrassing, and what are you going to say? What stupid mm-hmm. thing are you going to come up with? And Yoon-ho, the real Yoon-ho, is really, like, whiny about it because he does want to contact her. Mm-hmm. He does want to text her and say stuff. So he ends up, like, texting her really dumb shit, <laughs> like, um... The rice cooker won't work. What happened to it? Where are the where, tissues? Yeah, where the tissues go? Like just really stupid shit that's unnecessary. I liked. We forgot to pay the electricity yeah. bill. Or something. You must have forgotten. <laughs> Blames it on her. Like it shows paying your bill. It shows her like reading all these texts, kind of just like, huh, okay. Um. Yeah, she like takes it a lot better than I would have. I would have been like, block. <laughs> like, yeah, what's wrong me. with you? I'm on a date. Again, it's like that little brother, uh-huh. big sister thing where she's just like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so June and Donnie are now like at an indie bookstore. 
They buy some books. They're looking around. Cute little scenes. Um, and then that's when she gets all this text about all that nonsense. Then they end up in a fancy restaurant, which Andrew was like, Olive Garden. <laughs> it does look like Olive yeah, Garden. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that place looks fancy. And he's like, it's Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, and then I was, because I also thought, I was like, oh, that looks like a fancy restaurant. Like, it might be in a hotel or something. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew was like, it looks like Olive Garden. And mm-hmm. then I thought, my standard for what a fancy yeah. restaurant looks like is really low. Same, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess I don't know many fancy restaurants. Sorry. No. Just give me unlimited breadsticks, please, and thank you. Soup and breadsticks. Soup uh-huh, salad breadsticks. Uh-huh. Um, Sujin gives Donnie a book, and it's the book that he bought with a little note, and it says he hopes she likes the restaurant, and then he gives her the painting, which he just, like, pulls up from behind Which him. is super huge, by the way. It's so fucking It's, like, big. fucking three feet tall or something, right? Yeah, so he's walking around with this, like, obviously, like, she fucking knows what this is. Mm-hmm. Unless you, like, had it delivered to the restaurant and it's been hiding behind that chair. I don't know. Who knows? But he pulls it out wrapped. Like, we all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they end up talking, just little things here and there. And then Donnie, like, they start talking about age and everything. And he's like, well, you can't be, like, that much older than me. And she's like, well, I need to tell you, like, I'm divorced. And I'm this much older than you. And I have a kid. And he claims, like, every response he has to all three of those things was involuntary. But it's, like, step one, I think, is where she says she's divorced. And he, like, drops his knife and fork on the ground. Uh And then, like, oh, and I have a kid. And I think he starts coughing there. Like, he's, like, choking on water. Spits out the water, I think, at that point. And then, um, oh, I'm this much older. He starts, like, choking. Yeah. He's, like, hiccuping. It's really embarrassing. And, ooh. Yeah. I wouldn't want to date him anymore. No. It's very unfortunate. But I guess, I mean, from what I've heard from you about Korean culture and everything, like, that would probably be kind of crazy. Like, yeah. A once married woman with a kid, older. Yeah. I think um, they kind of touch on this later. Well, I guess we can kind of get into it. But basically, it keeps cutting back and forth between her and Sojun at the restaurant, and then mm-hmm. her and Yoon-ho back at yeah. their place, like, in her venting about it. But I think times are kind of changing, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so she makes a comment, like, does he know what year it is? <laughs> like, people get divorced now, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think, yeah, like, traditionally speaking, you don't really get divorced. And if you are divorced, you oftentimes don't get remarried mm-hmm. it's like really hard for people to be remarried to get remarried especially if they have a kid uh-huh. like I remember um in another drama I can't remember but basically like this woman has like a really shitty husband and she's like well he took me in even though I was like divorced and already had a kid mm-hmm. so it's like yeah it's kind of not an ideal situation yeah <laughs> and for there are so many dramas, they're called, like, Nuna dramas, where the there's, like, a younger guy and an older woman. But, yeah, it also kind of seems like, I guess, how it is here, like, dudes don't really want to date older women. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of, like, a triple disaster. But she looks great, and she's fun. She does. And, and it's no wonder he didn't know she was that old, because she looks damn good. Yeah. Not to say that she is old. I don't think she's old. No, and she's eight years older than him, which 
is eh, kind of a, a lot, but also not really. Mm-hmm. Like, he's 29 and she's 37. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we're almost 29. Mm-hmm. And if one of us, like, for whatever reason, started dating someone in their late 30s, we would kind of be like, what? But it's mm-hmm. not like it's not disgusting crazy. or anything like that. It's not like okay. But anyway, she's kind of like he's being an asshole. Or she didn't she doesn't call him an asshole. He calls him an asshole. You know, it's like you shouldn't see that guy again. Like he sucks mm-hmm. pretty much. And um then we kind of cut back to Sojun at his house and he's just like stewing over all of the mistakes he made. So and he tells, yeah, he tells Donnie that he has, like, carpal tunnel syndrome, and it's just, sure, Jan. it's just a hot mess. Like, the whole night sucked, pretty much, <laughs> once, once she started, like, telling the truth. And so, Yunho's kind of, like, relishing in this moment, like, ha, I, like, he sucks. And, I have a you know, chance. <laughs> Donnie's back to me kind uh-huh. of a thing. Um, but then I think he kind of recognizes, like, oh, she's feeling pretty down mm-hmm. right now. And since he loves her, he doesn't want her to be sad. So he asks why she told him, like, you could have kept seeing him. Why did you tell him all this stuff about yourself? Because we never see your kids, so. Yeah, like, <laughs> you could have totally hid your kid for a while. <laughs> um, she says that she felt like she needed to tell Sojun because it seems like he actually had feelings for her and, like, it wouldn't be fair mm-hmm. to, like, lead him on and think that she was, like, one way when actually she, you know, has all this past and baggage and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then he tells her she has really bad taste in guys, which I feel like we all know those people who uh-huh. have really bad taste in guys or girls. Yeah. And she's like, I know I do. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> And so, kind of like we were saying earlier, Yunho's, like, really conflicted at this point because Donnie's sad, but he's happy that it's not working out for them. So he tells Donnie to not be bothered by what happened between her and Sojun. And she says that it's to be expected, um, but he tells her that none of that stuff bothers him. So basically she's like, well, I don't know what I expected, like... I am old, and I have a kid, and I'm divorced. Like, that's going to be shocking to people. Mm-hmm. And he says that none of, the, none of that stuff bothers him. And he has a pretty, like, another dramatic speech, kind of like he did a few episodes ago. And it's just so obvious. Yes, it oh. is so obvious. He's saying, like, I like a girl who's divorced, mm-hmm. who's older than me. Mm-hmm. I have no problems with it. Yeah. And then she gets mad at him. She's like, you've been dating a divorced woman? And then she hits him, and then he gets mad, again, kind of like last mm-hmm. time. Like, you don't get it, and then storms off. Um, next day at work, they're in a meeting, and Mr. Bong does a very dramatic poetry reading where he's at the window, mm-hmm. and he's kind of sulking, and he tries to sell water purifiers for one of the poets he supports. Um, and he's pressing Yunho and Mr. Kim, who's the like main boss, to publish a poetry collection for this guy, but nobody wants to do it. And they're saying, like, poetry doesn't sell. Nobody wants it. They're not interested in that. Like, it's it's a waste of our money. He's following the boss into his office. He keeps complaining. And Mr. Kim basically tells him, like, you need to grow up. And, like, you're worrying so much about this guy, and you should have been worrying about your family, and you're divorced now because of that. Like, mm-hmm. you're you're putting everything into the wrong thing. 
Yeah. You're worrying so much about things that shouldn't be worried about. And then his ex-wife is standing there, the one who's been wanting to club all the time and party <laughs> and totally ignoring him. Uh-huh. She's, like, standing at, like, the large window glass door area, staring at them. And then she goes into the boss's office to finish her report from the meeting. And then she's basically like, by the way, my ex-husband isn't a pushover and you have no right to tell him to grow up. And she didn't divorce him because he's a bad person. It was too exhausting being his wife. And then she's talking about he's a really good person. And she's, she's really fucking going at him. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty intense. And he's kind of just... Taking it. Yeah, yeah he, does, he doesn't know what to tell her. He has nothing to tell her. Um, <clears throat> and basically, like, you have no right to tell him to change. Like, you're the one who's being an asshole here. Don't, basically, don't fuck with my ex-husband. Yeah. Which is really interesting because she's been really cold towards him. Yeah. Wanting nothing to do with him. And I think it's interesting that she says, like, I didn't divorce him because he's a bad person. Mm-hmm. I divorced him because, like, I just couldn't be his wife mm-hmm. anymore. And I was like... Dang, that's interesting. I don't know. It's just, like, an interesting dynamic. Because usually when you see, like, divorces, mm-hmm. it's because, like, oh, this person cheated on me. Like, with Donnie. terrible. Or, yeah, like, this person drinks and has taken all my money. But, like, mm-hmm. no, Mr. Bong or Jihong or whatever his name is, like, he seems like a pretty decent dad mm-hmm. from, like, he's taking care of his brother's family. Mm-hmm. He has a good heart, but, I mean. Something wasn't working. Yeah. Which we'll find out about later. Yeah. But I love Mr. Kim's, like, I just really like him. Like, yeah, I love same. his face. Same. He's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, like, when she leaves, he kind of just puts his head, like, down and starts crying. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That w- I felt really bad for Mr. Bong, too. Like, mm-hmm. because when um, Mr. Kim told him, like, just grow up already, like, it kind of feels like, that hit him mm-hmm. pretty hard. Yeah. And so he's he's doing his job. He's working uh-huh. with writers and trying to, like, get things published. It's just apparently not what they want published. And he's really fighting for this for some reason. Yeah. Um, Ji-Yul and Park Hoon at this point are also talking about her mom and how her mom went to go visit him. And he says she can use him as long as she wants so she can find her independence, which is a really funny thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another way of him saying, like, hinting about the two of them kind of being together and maybe being an item. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here for you. Yeah, like, I don't mind. Like, you can use me as an excuse, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she hugs him. But it's not, like, in a romantic way. Yeah, I said it's the way I hug my cats. Like, she's <laughs> just like, oh. Uh-huh. It just, like, kind of squeezes him and, like, pushes him back and looks at his face and then squeezes him again. Yeah. It's a very interesting hug. Yeah, especially because, again, he tries to hug her back. Uh-huh. And she kind of just tells him no. She's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just shakes her head. So they have a really interesting dynamic happening at this point where uh-huh. their relationship is a little bit funny. It's kind of once. It's, it's weird. It's one-sided, but for both people, mm-hmm. like, um, Park Hoon seems to be the only person that has, like, romantic feelings mm-hmm. in this relationship, but, like, ji is really the only person getting something out of, out of the relationship. Yeah. So. But maybe, I mean, we still got a lot of episodes to go. We do. We're so only maybe, like, maybe something will happen there. Hopefully. Maybe she'll see. So, 
After all that stuff, Donnie has another idea for the website that impresses Miss So and Hayden. And so this kind of like snowballs into her offering to be in charge of uploading stuff on their social media. Mm-hmm. And so again, like she's impressing people like, oh, that's cool. Good job. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And then Mr. Bong and Mr. Kim get into another fight. In front of everyone. And it's really hard to watch. Because they're like... like whoa, whoa. Yeah. And <laughs> I love how Jiul just is kind of <laughs> like cowering. Like she's scared. Everyone looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. So basically um, on their... They have like TVs around the office that shows the schedules. Mm-hmm. And so Mr. Kim sees that um, Mr. Bong is taking the poet out to lunch. And he's like basically saying that they don't run a charity. Why are you taking this quote out to lunch? Like, we're not going to publish him. So you're just wasting money. And then Mr. Bong is like, we publish books here. We publish stuff here. Like, I'm, he's a good person, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, basically like, F you. And he throws the company card down. Like, I'm not paying with the company card. I'll use my own money and I'll treat him to a really good lunch. And so Yunho kind of breaks up the fight. And then he kind of goes after Mr. Bong and gives, you know, gives his personal credit card and is like, hey, you're right. Treat him to a nice meal. I'll talk to Mr. Kim about maybe publishing some of his, like, longer works mm-hmm. or whatever. And I like how Yunho tries to, like, remedy these yeah. situations, like, between hating and Jiul, mm-hmm. stuff like that. He tries to kind of step in and help a little bit. Yeah, and Donnie talks about this a little bit later, maybe in the next episode, but Yunho is, like, a really interesting mix of being, like, very, like, intellectual and kind of cold, mm-hmm. but also, like, really sweet. Kind, When yeah. necessary, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in between all that, Donnie is, like, tidying up, and she's kind of recounting the previous night with Sojun, and is just kind of, like, doing that thing where you're you're kind of just, like, letting your mind wander. Yeah, and it goes bad things. Yeah, it goes back to all your worst memories. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so she's just, like, kind of getting frustrated again. And mm-hmm. she's, like, getting even more annoyed that he hasn't even tried to contact her. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of get, like, a little jump cut to, like, him uh, trying to figure out what to text her. And then she's just, like, F it, and she just turns her phone off. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, she can't t- turn her phone off because then this go is, like, gonna call oh, her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... What else? Maybe she has, like, a work phone. A work phone, but I've only ever seen one on her, so I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yunho, at this point, has left work also, and he's grocery shopping. And I assumed at that point he's buying groceries for himself or maybe dinner for him and Donnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it cuts to Mr. Bong, who's still at the restaurant waiting for the poet, and he's been calling him saying, like, hey... I hope you remember where we were meeting and what time. I'm here. I ordered for us already. But he can't get a hold of him. So he goes to the poet's place. And Yunho is getting there at the same time with groceries. He bought them for the poet, which I thought was very sweet. Yeah, and definitely. And interesting. Like, it's a very interesting relationship between writers and the publishers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I mean, I know nothing about that world or how it works. But at least here, like, treating him to dinner and buying him groceries at... That seems really interesting. Yeah, I guess maybe they know, like... His situation. His, yeah. Yeah, the um, landlady is there, and she's saying, like, oh, yeah, you must be here for the poet. Um, yeah, he's three months late on his rent, but 
it's okay. I'm, I haven't been able to bother him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they knock and they don't, he doesn't answer. And she's like, should I open the door? <laughs> she's like, okay. So they, they decide to bring in the groceries, but then they end up like finding him dead. And she screams really loud and mm-hmm. it's very uncomfortable and very sad. Um, and I'm pretty sure we can allude to the fact that he probably committed suicide. Yeah. I don't think this man died of, like, any sort of natural causes. Yeah. And it, like, cuts to him, a meeting between him and uh, Mr. Bong later on, where they were having lunch or something with another friend, and he's saying, like, somebody took all of my work and published it online, and I'm not making any money, and this is my work, this is what I do, it's everywhere online, what good is publishing stuff, it's everywhere now. Yeah. It's a really depressing fucking scene. Yeah, and he's basically says, like, if I could just make one dollar for every poem I wrote, like, I'd be fine. Every time somebody sees, reads something, or, like, opens Uh it up or whatever online, he looks sad. Yeah. Ooh. But Mr. Bong calls Mr. Kim. And Mr. Kim is telling him right away, like, hey, I'm sorry about what happened earlier. Like, you can write off the meal as an expense, and we'll publish some of his prose or whatever. It's not a big deal. And Mr. Bong is cutting in through tears and basically tells him, like, he's we found him dead. And it's fucking sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got dark real quick. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, and Mr. Bong keeps kind of, like, cutting in and saying, like, basically doing that survivor's guilt thing, like, I should have been there for mm-hmm. him. I should have checked in on him earlier. All this if stuff. If I had just met him, like, a week earlier. Yeah, I should have been taking care of him. And, I mean, I've never been in that situation, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But it's just so hard to, like, I don't know. And again, we'll get to this later. But Mr. Bong is going through a very tough time in his life right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. And I think that guilt of, like, not being... What, you know, what Mr. Kim just said, like, you're not there for your family. Uh You're not there for your wife. And he was trying to be there for, like, his clients or, you know, poets. And it didn't work. And it didn't work. So, uh, it's really depressing. Um, And then we get, like, this really melancholy voiceover from Yoon-ho describing the poet's life. About how poems always knocked at his heart. And he just wrote them down wherever he could. And... He worked kind of, like, crappy jobs, and then we cut to his funeral, and it's just the three dudes, like, mm-hmm. crying. So then everyone is back at work, except for Mr. Bong, who has been gone for four days, apparently. And Mr. Kim asks Miss So, which is his ex-wife, if she's called him, and she says no, and says that um, Mr. Kim should call Mr. Bong. So then Hayden and G will have another moment <laughs> when Hayden asks her to read through some of um, some author submissions and make a report for all of them. And G Yul doesn't know how to do anything. How did she get the job? I think they I think someone asks that in a asked that in a previous episode and they're like, because she went to a good college basically. Mm. Yeah, I think someone was like, who hired her? And uh it was Mr. Bong who's like, who hired her? And they were like, you did. You said her being from a good university <laughs> or, like, her prestigious schooling would pay off or something. Mm. But we can tell, like, she's t- totally one of those, like, rich girls who just yeah. got into a good school because of her family. And yeah. Was... Didn't have to do anything or work for it. Yeah. So she doesn't know how to do anything. And Hayden has a really funny response 
which I think is pretty great. And Gio's like, Cole, can you show me? And she's like, I'm not going to waste my time teaching you how to do something that you don't even care about. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang. That's how I feel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So then Donnie kind of, like, overhears and helps g out by showing her where, like... She's so nice. Yeah. Donnie's way nicer than me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe... I would have just, like, looked. I would have given side-eye during this conversation. Like, Maybe. you would have been, like, with one earbud out listening to everything. <laughs> That's how I am at work. I'm just kind of, like, constantly looking around. I probably look like... Your eyes are on the screen, but your ears are, like, flipping around <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> Listening to yeah. everything. Just, like, one year forward, one year back. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. God. <laughs> My life. Always. Too like good. eavesdropping. Too good. <laughs> yeah, so Donnie helps Jill out, and Jill's like, oh, this is easy. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, girl. When someone's helping you, yes. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Hayden venting to Yoon-ho about uh, one of the writers not meeting her deadline. And she's basically like, she was on Twitter. Guess what she posted on Twitter? <laughs> and I love this, like, little bit of, like, yeah. uh, what, like physical comedy where she, like, puts up three fingers and she's, like, counting down the, like, words. Uh-huh. And she's about to end where, like, her middle finger's, like, the last finger up. And so she has to, like, start over. I really like these, like, subtle yeah. kind of funny moments. But basically, she says, like, she was bored. Can you believe she's bored? And Yoon-ho is kind of, like, sticking up for her. And they have, like, cute, kind of friendly, arguing banter mm-hmm. going on. And then Hayden snaps her fingers as if she's hypnotizing Yoon-ho. And is like, <laughs> you'll have dinner with me. And he snaps back at her. And he's like, I got plans. <laughs> and then she, like, keeps snapping at him. Like, you're going to have dinner with me. And she's so cute. And I don't know why Yoon-ho doesn't like her. His heart's somewhere else. I know. His obsession is somewhere else. I know. But he can't get Donnie out of his head. They would be a really cute they couple. They would be. And, like, super successful and mm-hmm. stylish and beautiful. Agreed. But, yeah, the heart wants what it wants. Mm-hmm. Next scene, we see Yoon-ho is podcasting, and he's interviewing an older woman. And at this point, we're not really sure who she is. Um, then it kind of cuts to Sojun and Hayden both at the same flower shop, and they ended up ordering the same type of flower, the same bouquet. Hayden right away recognizes who he is and what he's about, so she's like, no, you can take the flowers. Like, it's fine. I'll get the next one. And he's like, no, like, it's fine. I'll wait. She's, she's like, no, you'll just owe me now. And he has no idea who the fuck she is, so mm-hmm. he's like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't understand this, but she's, she's persistent. Mm-hmm. Take the flowers. It's fine. I'll get the next ones. Then we see Yoon-ho treating that author he was doing the interview with to dinner. And he's giving her a gift of skincare products, Mm -hmm. which is, okay, that's nice. I'm like, this man buys Donnie makeup and skincare, Uh and he buys this author a nice skincare pack. He probably has a great skincare package of his own. Oh, yeah. He's probably got a great skincare routine. Again, money is the best serum or whatever <laughs> yeah i think it's serum lotion serum yeah. whatever we'll yeah ask her, I guess. yeah I'll, I'll hear it in another episode soon um <clears throat> so he's treating her to dinner he gives her the gift he orders dinner for two but she tells him oh wait it's gonna be four people so it's very interesting like 
people don't know who's coming to this dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turns out that it's Hayden who's following Sojun and they're kind of walking in the same area and he's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you following me? And she keeps saying like, you think, do you think I'm a pervert? Why am I following you? Like, I'm just, I'm just walking this way. Like now you owe me again. I'm not a pervert. I'm just, I'm walking. And then she gets in front of him. So now he's following her. It's really weird, but kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Um, they go, they both go to this area and surprise it's Yunho, the author. They're the two extra guests. Um, and she invited them, the author did, because she wants Sojun to just design her new book. Because as we all know, he is an artist. And she's, she loves his work. She thinks he's the perfect artist for her upcoming book. And she wants them to work together. So Hayden is very excited and brings up how he owes her now. And she obviously works for the company, blah, blah, blah. We all know this little tension between him and the company. Mm-hmm. Um... Yoon-ho and Sojun are still kind of iffy about it, though. But the two women seem excited. Mm-hmm. So. And Sojun is kind of like, well, I want to work with you, but I don't know about these people. Mm-hmm. And Hayden is like, don't worry about us. Like, come mm-hmm. work with us. And Yoon-ho is definitely like, no, I don't mm-hmm. know. He we don't need sucks. you. We don't need you. <laughs> yeah. Find another artist. So Sojun and Yoon-ho end up going home together. Since Sojun wants to see Donnie, even though Yoon-ho doesn't want her to see him. Um, and Yoon-ho's giving him a really hard time. Sojun just ends up in his car anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, lock your doors, dude. He doesn't. And so Sojun just walks right in, sits down. And then we start to learn um, Yoon-ho's age, that he's five years younger than Donnie, which is even less. We were saying that the difference between Sojun and Donnie wasn't that big at all, so it's mm-hmm. even less with you and her and her. Yeah, five years. And we kind of thought that, right? Because mm-hmm. we were kind of, I kind of thought, like, well, she seems 13. And maybe yeah. he was, like, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So I feel, like, pretty good about us kind of nailing the Gaging, age difference. yeah. I couldn't gauge Sojun's age, though. No, I had no he idea. He was. He definitely looks like you could be 21 or you could be 35. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they end up getting to Yunho's house and Sojun gives Yunho a gift to give to Donnie. And I don't know, like, did he take this to dinner? Yeah, he was walking with the bag the whole time. Okay. It's like, where did this gift come from? (laughs) So he gives the bag to Yunho and he's like, please give this to Donnie. Like, I'll be hanging out out here. And Yunho doesn't know if he should help him or not. And it's kind of a tough situation to be in. Like, Mm -hmm. It's fucked up to not deliver this mail, this present to this girl. Yeah. But also, like, you really like her and you don't want her to start to have feelings again for this person. So it's, it's tough. And Alex was like, I wouldn't have given her the gift. <laughs> he was like, if I liked you and somebody else wanted you, I'd be like, fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> so we know how Alex would play that game. Yes. So he walks into the house, and at first he doesn't give it to Donnie. He just kind of goes to his room. But then inner cool guy, Yoon-ho, comes out, and he's like, love isn't about possession. Don't be an asshole. Like, go give it to her. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And so Yoon-ho then recounts how much he regrets letting her go on her wedding day. 
so sad. Yeah. And it cuts to scenes of the two of them together where they're, like, running. Uh-huh. And it looks so dramatic and romantic and beautiful. I know. Ugh. And we'll get to this later, but I was just thinking about Donnie, like, running away on her wedding day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she should have done it. Mm-hmm. But... Her life would have been so much different. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the end, he decides to give her the gift, and it's a stuffed little toy animal. Or toy, and it looks like a green onion. Mm-hmm. It's very cute, but I was thinking to myself, like, where the fuck do you find a green onion doll? Yeah. <laughs> a little green onion with a smile. Where uh-huh. did this come from? Um, and he tells her, like, hey, this is from Soju, and, like, he's outside waiting for you. And she gets super excited, and she's like, I'm so glad I didn't take my makeup off. Mm-hmm. How do I look? And her, she, of course, looks cute and amazing, as usual. Uh-huh. But, um... She excitedly goes outside and end of episode. Oh, and we see Yoon-ho kind of like oh yeah, pensively looking through yeah. the window. Oi. You know. So, episode eight. The hot touch was a dream. <laughs> um, so, the synopsis is, when Sojun makes Donnie a curious proposal, Yoon-ho protests and tells her it's not what she thinks. Yoon-ho and Donnie reminisce together in the snow. When does he tell her it's not what she thinks? I feel like he tells that to himself. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying, is the not what she thinks, like, he doesn't actually have somewhere to work, so he's just, like, fake riding the bus with you? That's what came to mind when I first yeah. this. But he doesn't tell her that. I feel like the synopsis is wrong. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think he ever says that. Also, can we not talk about... I guess it's good that they didn't spoil it, but, like, the hot and heavy moment between... Yeah. I would have said, when Sojun makes Donnie a curious proposal, Yoon-ho protests. Yoon-ho and Donnie get a work assignment together, and things get interesting <laughs> during their late-night work <laughs> session. Interesting. <laughs> That's my um, synopsis. I'm into it. So... I'll take that one over oh. Netflix. Okay, thanks. I'm open for freelance synopsis <laughs> writing jobs, so if anyone wants needs that service, hit me up. <laughs> um, episode 8 starts again where we left off, so Donnie runs out to see Sojin with her cute little green onion, which apparently he designed himself. So and that we, explains it. Thankfully, we watch these right after another, yes. so. I w- it would have been bothering me all week, like, where did that green onion And you would have been, like, Googling green onion mm-hmm, dolls. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll have them. Did I tell you? Probably not because you didn't watch uh, Encounter, but mm-hmm. there were some stuffed animals in Encounter, and my mom sent me a picture, and she was like, I found the vending machine oh, with like, those A vending owl- machine? Well, um, the claw machine. Oh, okay. The claw machines are apparently very popular in Korea. Fun. So, yeah, she... In Encounter, they play a claw machine mm. game together, and they win a stuffed owl, I think. And she's like, I found them! That's so funny. Yeah. So. I'd I'll, be all over those claw machines. I'll bring you back some stuffed animals. Okay. A green onion, please. <laughs> okay. I'll do my best. Okay, so they're kind of talking about, like, nice to see you again, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Yudho comes out, and he's, like, protective brother mode and he puts a jacket on Donnie 
And he's like, hey, it's cold. Like, you need a jacket. And come back quickly because you promised you'd watch a movie with me. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't need to throw in that last part. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, what are you talking about? Which is, like, embarrassing for him in front yes. of Sojin. Like, what? And Sojin's looking at him like, uh-huh, I know what you're playing at, guy. Like, whatever. So anyway, he goes inside and Sojin and Donnie go on a walk. And he tells her that the author that they just met wants him to design the book, and she tells him to do it. And they're kind of just, like, moseying along, and she kind of stops and smiles. And he's like, what's going on? And then she, like, pulls out these hand warmers Mm -hmm. from her coat, and Sojin is like, they're hand warmers. And she's like, yeah, you know who put them in my pocket for me? So my hands wouldn't get cold. And she looks, like, really... I don't know, like, touched at, like, what a sweet gesture that is, and they start talking about Yoon-ho, and how she still can't exactly tell what he's thinking. Like, he's such an interesting guy, even though she's known him for more than 20 years, which is (laughs) nuts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, She still can't exactly tell what he's thinking, and how he takes care of her, even without her realizing it sometimes. And so during that time, we see Yoon-ho at home, and we see him take out a book from his study, and one of the letters that Hayden wrote falls out. And he just puts it back really casually. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of talking about it. And mm-hmm. we kind of think, like, this signifies, like, even how has seen these letters before. Yeah. And he's just pretending, like, he hasn't so seen them. Sad. I know! Oh. And this is kind of, like, in this scene, Donnie's kind of has, like, a voiceover. Like, we kind of see them walking and, like, mm-hmm. even And so I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like... At that point, she's kind of talking about how he can be kind of cold at times. Mm-hmm. And how he can be really generous at other times. But I'm like, oh, you know. So. Some, you have somebody who calls you her little brother mm-hmm. and treats you like such that you're in love with. And then you have somebody else who's obviously in love with you. Crazy like, about you. Yeah. And you're just totally ignoring her. Not even giving her a chance. And, like, not giving her the benefit of saying, like, hey, I mm-hmm. I, I know you like me and I'm flattered, mm-hmm. but, like, I just don't have the same feelings. Just leaving her hanging yeah, like, and hoping. Yeah, like, he should just be like, I think you're really great and, like, I really want you to find love one day, but it's not going to be with me, so, like, please... <laughs> Date find other someone people. else uh-huh. <laughs> because yeah right now she's like totally on the hook or mm-hmm. whatever like he's just kind of keeping she's, her she's waiting on. for him she's hoping she's hoping that he's gonna read those letters one day i wonder if he's doing that thing where he's kind of like well if stuff doesn't work out with donnie maybe i can yeah but i'm but sure the not stuff like with donnie hasn't been that long I feel like. I mean, I don't know what the the time lapse here is, but, like, I I don't know. Like, it kind of seems like he's loved her for forever. Uh Uh-huh. Right, but... But didn't think there was any chance, because as far as he knew, she was, like, happily married until recently. That's true. So So why hasn't he been... Yeah, I don't know, Um... because he's an asshole. And y'all might be hearing um, some croaking. That is actually my cat, Yvonne Bug. He yes. croaks sometimes. Don't mind him. Because he wants to podcast. Yeah. Right? He, he has a lot of He's thoughts been watching the episodes with about us. you know. Yeah, he knows all about it. His favorite character is Parkoon, FYI. <laughs> um, so we cut to Hayden at her parents' restaurant, and her mom is getting after her for pining after Yunho, which I think is really interesting because just a couple of episodes ago, her parents were like 
fucking in love with him mm-hmm. and like fawning over him. Like they would love nothing more than for him to be dating their daughter. Yeah. But she's like saying like, you know, doesn't even like you. Like you're, you keep calling him, bothering him and pining over him, but nothing is happening. Basically telling her to like move on, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Maybe they're like, they were trying to help her out. And be like, Maybe, we love yeah. you. Which I'm sure they do like him. Yeah. But they're... It seemed to me initially, though, that, like, they were really pushing for this relationship. hmm But then in this one, the mom's like, hmm, if I can get over it. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, like, if you don't like my daughter, like, screw you. Like, yeah. hmm yeah. Find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so June then takes Donnie to another nice restaurant. And you noted, and I didn't even realize this. But that he keeps ordering for her. Yes. And that bothers you. I don't know. I don't know for certain if he ordered for her at the Olive Garden restaurant. <laughs> but I kind of feel like he did. Uh-huh. Like, he was like, oh, these things are good. And they just, like, went with it. Mm. Again, I could be wrong. Let me know if I am. But. It, and then he. She's like, oh. Or they bring out the food. And. She's like, oh, is this all they have here? And he's like, no, I ordered ahead. And I don't like it when people do that. Yeah. I kind of, to me, it kind of signals that he's controlling. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, it's cute to have made a reservation somewhere. And then you can be like, these are my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Or maybe what do you like? like? <laughs> or, or maybe have a plan for, like, dessert or something. Like, yeah. a really sweet dessert. Uh-huh. But not, like... Your fucking entree. And your drinks. Let me goddamn pick my entree, motherfucker. Like, yes, you don't know what I want. Especially because this is their second date Mm -hmm. after a terrible first date. And I like how, like, leading up to the restaurant, he's like, yeah, they have everything you could want here. Mm -hmm. Like, they serve tea and coffee, but also liquor. I'm going to order you this. Yeah, and he's like, but I remember last time you really liked warm sake, so that's what I ordered you. Okay. She was feeling tea tonight. I know, dude. Yeah, that's a little bit weird. Yeah. And I've seen people order for their partners like that. And it's like, okay, I guess. Yeah, and, like, even, I don't know, because, yeah, it's one thing if it's, like, hey, this is really good, you should get this. Uh-huh. Like, that's one thing. But she has, like, no say, and he's just yeah. kind of, like, this as if she getting. doesn't exist there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like that. I agree. Also, he reserved the restaurant for a couple of days so he could keep trying with Donnie in case she told him no the first time or wasn't answering him. Mm-hmm. And you don't really like this guy for Donnie. No. <laughs> I, he's just... And I, I honestly kind of agree because I feel like although they seem to have a bit of chemistry, Donnie doesn't come across as a type of girl who's interested in a guy like doing everything for her. Yeah. You know, like, the ordering and then kind of, like, deciding, like, well, I'm going to keep asking her until she says yes to go to this restaurant with me. Like, I feel like that stuff is kind of, like, immature. Mm-hmm. And Donnie's, like, a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't need to be playing these games of, yeah, I'm going to reserve all this stuff. And, I mean, they're kind of, like, nice gestures, I guess. But to me, it's, like, this guy seems immature and, like he has a skewed idea of what, like, I guess they're not, like, trying to be in a relationship now or anything, but, Mm -hmm. like, in a relationship, you need to respect the other person. And to me, respect is, like, respecting what your partner wants to eat and Mm -hmm. their time and space and stuff. So, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But. I mean, we still don't know a lot about him. Things can turn very quickly. This is true. I don't know. I don't this know. is true. I've only seen one K-drama. I don't know. One and a half, <laughs> technically, now. Um, so he tells her that they should try maybe casually seeing each other slash dating for about three months. She's okay. That's a number. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Like just casually seeing each other. Um, and Donnie tells, you know, about it at home. And naturally it's a want, want moment for, you know, mm-hmm. and he asks what she said. And then it cuts back to the restaurant. And so June tells Donnie that they should ride the bus to work together in the morning to get to know each other and then see each other after work, too. And Donnie's like a little schoolgirl at this point, very happy, very excited. Um, Yoon-ho, on the other hand, is grumpy and says she'll be a grandma soon, so she should date every chance she gets. (laughs) Which is really fucked up. They have some really solid burns for Mm -hmm. each other. (laughs) They're so salty. Uh Uh-huh. It's great. So then Yoon-ho apologizes, and he says that he's just in pain. Again, she's totally oblivious. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, oh, you don't feel good? Like, and then she puts her, like, hand on his forehead for, like, checking if he has a fever. Mm -hmm. And he says that he doesn't hurt there. And then he pulls her hand down to his chest or over his heart and says that he hurts here. Like, his heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she starts feeling him up, which I think is the part Mm -hmm. that you were talking about earlier. Like, because I guess he has pecs now or something. (laughs) And she's like... Dang, when did you get all this? You've become a man. <laughs> and then he pushes her down in, like, a kind of sexy way, kind of scary way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, it's like, this would be creepy if he wasn't so cute. <laughs> and they didn't know each other yeah. for, forever. And he tells her, yes, he has become a man. A good one, in fact. And I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. That's a good line. You know how has great lines. When he's Team not Yun-ho. being, like, childish. Yeah, when he's not telling her that she has to date every chance she can get. Because she'll be a grandma soon. And so then he walks out all cool. and Don't Don- say anything else. Yes. He leaves on a great line. Mm-hmm. And Donnie's, like, all flustered. And I love the line where she says that she needs to get laid. <laughs> because she's like, what's going on? Like, I think my heart almost fluttered. I need to get laid. And then she yells out to him, basically getting after him for leaving the lights on in the bathroom. And then he comes back out and yells at her and he's like you shouldn't be excited about sojun just because he likes you she only likes him because he likes her yeah and she said he tells her that she's still really attractive and a lot of guys will like her what matters is how she feels about him like do you like sojun and then he calls her dumb (laughs) (laughs) Um, and rebecca yeah i really like this show because there's so many like really dramatic and like Mm -hmm cute and like sexy moments and then these like moments of reality kind of like yeah bring it back down and you're like okay (laughs) so and then donnie's like what the hell because he like storms off again she's like okay but he didn't turn off the lights she's just so fucking oblivious Mm -hmm. oh god like how how do you not see this yeah how do you not like feel this and as far as we know, it's not, like, Yoon-ho oblivious, like, fake oblivious. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like she actually mm-hmm. is not, like, comprehending that Yoon-ho is crazy in love with her. Which I don't understand. Oof. I know. Oh, God. Yeah, Egon. I don't <laughs> understand either. 
Um, it is the next day, and we see Sojun leaving his house, and sweet little Goombi is super confused because Sojun is apparently a liar and works from home. As we know, he's an artist, mm-hmm. so he doesn't need to take the bus. So I guess, like, kind of sweet to be, like, choosing to hang out with her in the morning on a fucking bus ride, but also, like, a relationship based on lies. Mm-hmm. Going to work, like, what office are you going to, you know? And he totally could have been like, hey, I work from home, so I don't have a strict schedule. Mm-hmm. We can ride the bus together in the morning. Or and- maybe, like, get coffee or something before you go to lunch or tea or yeah. go to work or whatever. Like, do, like, something, you know? Like, why fake that you go to an office or go to a place for work? Again, he's immature. He's weird. Yeah. He was a sweet angel man at first. Now he's a little bit weird. Now he has a fucking weird office room with a weird lock, and he's a liar. God. He's a controlling liar. <laughs> yeah, Yuno sees him waiting at the bus stop, and he's like, mm, the fuck? So he confronts him about it. He gets jealous since he can't go to work with Donnie because coworkers can't find out. Mm-hmm. And it's he's really torn. He's like, I should be the one going to work with her, like. She should be in my car driving with me, mm-hmm. but people can't see that. And I can I can feel him, like, getting very frustrated there. I get that. Like, it should be him. Mm-hmm. It would be the most convenient to be him. Yeah. <laughs> but for the sake of, like, how she got this job and what their work relationship is supposed to be, it doesn't work at all. Yeah. So they keep kind of, like, bickering. Like, mm-hmm. Yunho calls out Sojun and is like, hey, I know you work from home. Like, I know you stopped your contract with this other company. Are. Yeah. And so Jun's like, you're not going to tell her, right? Again, uh, I've my feelings about him have turned very quickly. <laughs> um, and they might turn very quickly again. So yeah, who knows? Um, but Yunho's like, no, I'm not going to call you out to Donnie because then it's just going to make me look dumb and petty. So whatever, like your secret's safe with me. And but again, they're being like really um, short with each other, mm-hmm. and I think Sojun is like, "Hey, why are you being like? Why are you being a jerk to me?" And you know, like, "Why are you being a jerk to me?" And then they're like, <laughs> they try to be polite, so they say good morning to each other, but in English, which I like it when they um, like in K drama mm-hmm. or in K pop when little English words or like references to western culture uh-huh. are made i'm like oh i know that word <laughs> wait what good morning english where so yunho takes off or he doesn't take off he just goes back into his car and like as he's getting into his car he sees donnie is running up to him and he's like why is she running like he's just so she salty yeah so then sojun and donnie are riding the bus together and they're listening to music together and you know it seems like a pretty cute bus date i guess Mm -hmm. this is kind of like in high school when you're riding the bus like you share your like earbud with the person you're sitting next to it was very much that high school yes (laughs) so she is at work and i guess she's kind of like reminiscing about her time with sojun and she makes a note in the book that he gave her so his note was about their first date they're like terrible first date Mm -hmm. and then she writes about their first bus date in the book and i'm like okay that's cute i guess but i'm not a fan (laughs) so 
Ji Yul comes in and she's really proud that she's early. So it kind of seems like Ji Yul and Donnie are one of the first people mm-hmm. to show up. So Donnie gives Ji Yul some of the reports that she helped her with. And Hayden is like seeing everything, standing behind them. And she looks super annoyed with Ji Yul because Ji Yul turns in the reports like as if she did them. Yeah. And Hayden is like, doesn't tell her anything like good job or like I know what you did like she mm-hmm. doesn't even want to give her the time of day yeah she's just like hey here's more work to do like do this and Jill like does this pouty face Jill the actress who plays Jill makes great faces yes absolutely she's really funny my favorite was the car scene yes <laughs> screaming <laughs> she has a big mouth uh-huh it doesn't look that big until she, like, stretches it out, but... <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> Weird observations. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just a little. Um, so everyone gets excited when Yunho brings the manuscript in to work from the night before. And apparently this author writes everything by hand, mm-hmm. which is nuts. Mm-hmm. And but they're also very excited about that. Like nobody does this anymore. Yeah, they're like really excited to read it. They're really excited to like thumb through. And I guess this author is like a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah. Um, so yeah, they like the whole office gets there. They're like positive energy. <laughs> and um, after a little bit of discussion, Yunho and Donnie are assigned to digitize the manuscript. Which makes Hayden a little bit jealous, I think, mm-hmm. because she's, like, the first one to offer, like, digitizing it. And they're like, no, it should be Yoon-ho's job. And then I think the president, or Mr. Kim, suggests that uh-huh. Donnie work with So it's just, it's not even Yoon-ho, it's just, like, a third party yeah. person. And then he, of course, is just like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hayden is like, okay, fine, but I'm gonna get Sojun. To be the mm-hmm. book designer. And everyone's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's really pumped. And they're like, yeah. And then Miss Soju, uh, not Miss Soju, Miss So is like, awesome. Who wants to go clubbing with me tonight? <laughs> and then Miss um, Go awkwardly raises her hand. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And then there's like this funny thing about her like, patting her underarm uh-huh. and releasing toxins and stuff. And then <laughs> so Donnie funny. basically gets forced into parting with Miss So because she tries to get out of it and then you know like doesn't back her up on her. Oh excuse. yeah, she's like, Don't we need to work on the manuscript tonight? And he's like, No, we'll start it tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, go out and have fun. <laughs> um we then cut to Sojun's place and we finally get to see inside of his locked door. And it's really fucking weird. It's basically just a room based off of conspiracy theories on that author who is Yunho's father, mm-hmm. as we learned recently. So it's just a bunch of articles and pictures, and there's like lines and like thread pointing to different things. Like it's fucking weird. Yeah, if you Googled conspiracy theory bulletin board, that's like, what he has. Yes. No wonder Lil Goombi is just like pouting outside of his door because he thinks it's fucking weird. He's like, don't be like that, Dad. <laughs> Dad, what's wrong with you? I don't know why this little Korean dog is like, Dad, <laughs> stop doing that, Dad. He should be like, Papa, get out of there. That's <laughs> some weird little country pop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they just, they don't, nothing is discussed during this moment. It's just him walking into that room, and mm-hmm. it's fucking weird. I think he's just, like, looking, right? Well, it kind of seems... 
like it's also maybe an office. I don't know, because he has upon rewatch, I noticed he has a desk. Mm-hmm. And he has other, like, That's books. probably where he's, like, marking things, though. Yeah, I'm sure. And then the books are probably all that authors. Yeah, definitely the books that they panned across were uh-huh. all the um, Yunho's dad's books. So I can't tell if it was just, like, a secret office or if it's just, like, his conspiracy theory room or... Because we also see he has a separate, like, designy workspace. Mm-hmm. So... Like, why does that girl have a lock? Why do you have so many fucking rooms when you live alone? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's weird. I don't know. He's losing points, like, mm-hmm. by Left the scene. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, Hayden is very proud, um, but she asks Yunho about him working at home with Donnie, and she's like, are you able to, like, do that? I thought you said you live with a woman now, and that's why I couldn't come over. And he's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's weird. Yeah. Like, why is it okay for Donnie, but not okay for her? Yeah. Also, I think we kind of skipped over it, but, mm-hmm. like, Hayden texted Sojun to ask to meet up. And that's, that's why she's really proud. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I didn't see that in the notes. So she texts him. She's very happy, but also back of her mind is this guy that I like working with somebody else. Yeah, and then I think she, in episode six and seven, Mm -hmm. we kind of notice that, we see her notice that Yoon-ho is helping Donnie out Mm -hmm. with the book. Yeah, when he hands her the book. And she was like, oh, you were trying to be cool there, huh? Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. So I feel like the sparks of jealousy are maybe Mm -hmm. starting with her. Mm -hmm. I... I don't want to see where that goes. I know. I love them together. <sighs> okay. Park Hoon asks Jill if she wants to go clubbing too. And then another girl walks by and says that they should go to a club called Midnight since the Gangnam Leopard will be there. And it's the third Friday of the month. This is apparently when she appears. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of guys go there just to see the Gangnam Leopard. So Park Hoon and Jill are cute together. They're like, okay, whatever. Let's go. Let's have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they get to the club and they're worried they'll see their coworkers, but the club is really exciting to them. There's people everywhere. There's a loud ass fucking music. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Glow sticks. Glow sticks. It's intense. And was it Alex or Andrew who was like, y'all should go or we should go do that? I don't remember which one. I don't it think it was Alex. It was maybe Andrew saying like, are you guys going to go do that? Is that what you're going to spend your time doing? Oh, no. I think it was Alex who said, are we going to go to clubs like this when we go to Korea? And you were like, nope. No. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Then it cuts to Miss So, who's given Donnie some sunglasses as they're in the waiting line to try to make her look younger or better or more appropriate for the club scene. I don't know. Um, But it doesn't work. They walk up and the security guy is like, I can't let you guys in. Y'all don't fit. Y'all aren't good for this. Yeah. And they're, like, kind of fighting him. Well, Donnie is just like, let's go. But Miss So is, like, kind of fighting him about, like, no, like, we're supposed to be in here. Like, we're we're meant to be here. Yeah. It's not working. It's it's not a cute look for No, her. everybody's, like, waiting in line behind them. They're staring. A bunch of young people. Yeah. They're just, who the fuck are these old women? And I, we feel bad for Miss So because she's like obviously going through some shit. <laughs> yeah, with her divorce, but 
Yeah, it's almost like a midlife crisis mm-hmm. at this point. Um, so they're like pretty much done with the club thing mm-hmm. at this point because he's not going to let them in. And then Miss Go comes up and she looks really fucking badass. She's got a fur coat, leopard shorts, thigh high boots, a really cool looking top. Mm-hmm. And we find out that she's the Gangnam Leopard. What? Uh-huh. And everyone's like staring at her. It's like in slow motion. And she's like, they're with me. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, what? <laughs> like in the verge of screaming. They uh-huh. have, their mouths have hit the fucking floor. Their eyes have popped out of their skulls. Like, they can't believe what they're fucking seeing right this now. This was such a plot twist. Yeah. To me. I was like, Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I yeah. wasn't expecting that. Um, and then we see Park Hoon and Jiul dancing, and he keeps pushing guys away from her, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. And then, then we see that Miss So is super pumped, and Miss Go buys him shots. Can't get over how like extra and crazy she is. Everyone's just losing their minds. Mm-hmm. And then, as Jiul and Park Hoon are dancing, they see her, and they're just like screaming and like fucking shocked as hell. Miss mm-hmm. Go gets on stage. She's dancing. She looks incredible. Yes. Donnie is like a fucking nerd giving thumbs up. <laughs> and her big turtle. Uh-huh, yeah, her. like it, she's so out of place there. She's definitely not dressed for this fucking club at all. Mm-hmm. But all four of them, Miso, um, Donnie, Jeel, Parkoon, they're just like screaming they're and living. shocked and just like arms waving. Uh-huh. They're like, yes, queen. <laughs> and she's just up on stage going nuts. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, like, she looks like a completely different person. Yeah. From what we're used to seeing in the office or that one scene of her at her house. Yeah. It's pretty fucking crazy. And I want to know more about this Gangnam Leopard. Yeah. Well, I guess she's kind of like a work hard, play hard kind of a girl. <laughs> yeah. I'll say. So. It's pretty intense. So, Park Hoon and Jiul, after, like, they're going crazy. For the Gangnam Leopard, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we should probably go because we don't want them, like, to know that we're here and, like, yeah. that awkward, I don't want to run into my coworkers on the weekend kind of a thing. Because they're cool young kids. Yeah, they don't want to be with, like, the 30, 40-year-olds. Uh-huh. So, as they're leaving, Jill sees her mom's secretary kind of spying on them, and so they leave with their arms around each other to fool the secretary, and it does the trick. And he's like, I think they might actually like each other. And Parkoon makes a comment like, maybe we should kiss. And she's like, you're crazy. And they kind of go on their way. I also like how the secretary says something like, this one's kind of good looking. Like he makes a comment about how Parkoon is kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, because um, Jill makes a comment earlier at some point. It's like, my mom, my mom just can't believe it because you're ugly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? And she was like, well, no, you're very handsome. You're just not my typical type of guy. But also, like, the people her mom was trying to hook her up with in those photos were, like, chubbier men who were, like, older older and not very attractive. Yeah. Park Hoon is definitely not, like, a 10. No. But he's not an uggo. He's, he's like, a very average-looking person. (laughs) He's just a little goofy-looking. Yeah, and I think it's, he's, like, a little short, and... Yeah. But, yeah, he's, like, to me, if he was dating one of my friends, I'd be, like, oh, okay. fine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're not a troll. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You seem like a great guy. (laughs) 
So then we cut to the dudes, and mm-hmm. we see Yoon-ho and Mr. Kim go to see Mr. <sighs> Bong at uh-huh. his, like, fishing campsite thing, and he's really depressed. So, as we said earlier, he hasn't been to work in, like, a week, and, um, you know, we're just kind of checking in on him at this point. And apparently Yoon-ho is forced to go there, <laughs> and he's wearing earmuffs, which are really cute. <laughs> you don't see a lot of dudes wearing earmuffs. No, you don't. But he pulls them Take off. Take care of those ears. Yeah. Keep them warm. So then the ladies leave the club, and they decide to go back to Miss Go's trash apartment mansion <laughs> thing. And I love how, like, Dami is really tired, and she's like, I'm gonna go home. And they give her the stink eye, and she's like, just kidding. Ha ha ha. And she, like, does the running man to, like, pump herself up. And Alex is like, that's how you are when you're tired, but you don't oh. want to stop partying. Which I can um, confirm that, yes, I think I've actually done the running man to try to pop myself up. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so they get to, like, Miss Go's place, and they're all really drunk, and they kind of start teasing each other about, you know, just their lives and Mm -hmm. how they're finally talking to each other outside of work and how, like, Donnie kind of tells... Miss Go that, like, she's really fun, but at work she's kind of a bitch and, like, (laughs) stuff like that. So they're drinking more, and then Miss Go asks why Miss So got a divorce, which is really fucking sad. And Donnie's like, you can't ask her that now. But But also, yeah, I want to know. Yeah, but also, please spill. And so basically she just says that she felt like her husband was never on her side or stood up for her. And she felt, like, alone. Mm-hmm. Which must be a terrible feeling. Yeah. It's a sad flashback. Yeah. And then it's... we cut back to the guys. So we're kind of, like, continuously cutting back and forth between the dudes and the ladies and kind of getting both Miss So's perspective and her mm-hmm. ex's, Mr. Bong's perspective. <clears throat> Um, and basically, we see, like, the straw that broke the camel's back was they went shopping, and and this scene also gives us some perspective on the fact that, like, Miss So wasn't upset that he was taking care of her, um, his brother's family or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, she was actively, you know, trying to help them yeah. also. Um, but they, she went to a shoe store, and, like, the shoe salesman was a real big dick, like. I don't know how necessary. Yeah, like I don't know how you expect to sell shoes to people. Like if you won't with that fucking attitude. Yeah, if you won't let them try them on and like pick them up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Anyway, so he's a dick to Miss So, and Mr. Bong doesn't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. in fact, he's like, "We should just go." Like, I'm sorry. Like he apologizes. Yeah. On behalf of her, instead of like sticking up for her. Yeah. And. She basically is like, no, like, fuck you, whatever. So they leave, and then she starts yelling at Mr. Bong, and basically is like, you need to be on my side, like, you should have told him mm-hmm. whatever, and like, of course I want to buy shoes, but this, this, and this, and it's it's really hard to watch, because she is hardcore screaming People at are, him. like, walking by and yeah. staring. In public. And Mr. Go, or Mr. Bong, like, makes a comment about, like, how it was hard because, like, people were staring at them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at this point, all of the women are crying. 
And then we see Mr. Bong and the dudes. And they look like they're, like, almost on the verge of tears. And he says that the next day she gave him the divorce papers and he signed them because he feels like this incident probably isn't the only thing that he's done wrong. And it was hard, but he did it for her. Mm-hmm. So sad. Yeah. It was like... I don't know. This show gets very real sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that reason for getting a divorce is kind of a modern yeah. reason. Like, because like we said earlier, I think a lot of times, like, especially in more conservative cultures, mm-hmm. like, you really only get divorced if your husband is, like, beating you or cheating on you or something like that. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, like... You weren't there for me emotionally. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a valid reason. Sad. But yeah, it's really sad because, I mean, I can only imagine, like, she's a career woman and she's a mom and she's taking care of his brother's family. Like, the Mm -hmm. least he could do is be like, stick up for her. I'm here for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell a stranger, like, hey, stop being fucking mean to my wife. Uh Fuck you. Let's go. Yeah. Instead of saying, like, I'm sorry, let's go. <laughs> um, Donnie then tells the ladies about how she's also divorced, which they had no idea. Mm-hmm. And she tells them that her ex-husband cheated on her. And the women just keep crying. And Miss Go is like, who's the bitch? <laughs> she turns real quick. And Donnie says she feels bad for her past self, for how much she cried and tried to cling to him, even though their marriage was over and she knew it. And she says she wishes she could have just kicked him in the nuts instead. And Miss Go is like, you can still do that. Yeah. Let's go do it. <laughs> and then um, Donnie asks if they'll go with her and they all agree. It's so cute. Yeah. Because through tears, she's like, will you go with me? I really enjoy seeing them together outside of work. Yes. Yeah. Everything is just, I feel like, so buttoned up. Even though they seem to have a pretty casual workspace, mm-hmm. like, it's all business, really. Yeah. And you're not seeing them be playful mm-hmm. or really exciting, you know, or, like, see them on a deeper level. It's, like, them fighting over content or who's going to do what. Yeah. There is, like, no competition outside mm-hmm. of work, so they can mm-hmm. be more free. Also, yeah. I think the alcohol kind of loosened yeah. everybody up. Yeah. But I also... Made them vulnerable. I like how Miss Sam was like, how could he cheat on someone so beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Goodness. Um, Miss Go then says, like, at least you guys got to experience marriage and kids. And then she walks off and brings back a large framed photo of her wedding dress with some, her in a wedding dress with some dude. And they're like, you were married. But she's like, no, like, I only got to take the photo. And they're like, he left you? He walked out? Or then, is it Donnie or Miss So who's like, did he die? (laughs) No, he did not die. She left him, mm-hmm. which was a nice little twist here. Yes, and I was kind of thinking, I wonder if this is like alternate reality Donnie. Mm-hmm. What she could have been, what her life mm-hmm. could have been like. Mm-hmm. Um, which has its pros and cons, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she basically says that she became afraid during the wedding, like meeting the in-laws and the thought of raising a kid. And she just decided to stay single and focus on her career. And she thought she would be happier if she lived alone with nothing to tie her down. Um, 
But then she kind of gets into, like, the darker side of it. Like, everything seems really glamorous, but actually I'm alone. Like, I come home and I eat alone. I'm sad alone. When I get sick, I'm when alone. I'm, when I get sick, I'm alone. Oh. When something good happens to me, it only happens to me because mm-hmm. I'm alone. It's very sad. Uh-huh. Like, no, I don't want kids or ever probably. Uh-huh. But I love having Andrew around to, like, do things with, you know? Mm-hmm. And be around and, like, make me feel better when I'm sad and stuff or, like, when I feel bad. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine coming home to a fucking empty house. It wouldn't be totally empty because I have, like, a thousand cats. <laughs> But yeah. they don't talk, and they mostly just ignore me as it is. So I would pretty much be alone until they chose to lay on me. <laughs> so yeah. I can't. I can't imagine being in like that situation. I don't think I'd want to be like that. Yeah, I dislike most people, but I like some company. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they're all like again, kind of crying together. The women. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to Yoon Ho coming home. And he's like, hey, Donnie, where are you? And he can't find her. And then he sees her little, like, lifeless legs sticking out. <laughs> and she's, like, passed out in the kitchen. And he freaks out. But she's just drunk. <laughs> AF. And it's actually a little scary because they have that, like, kind of ominous music mm-hmm. playing. But and she... you just see her little patas, like, uh-huh. sticking out. <laughs> Yeah, but she snores, and you know, she's okay. And it's kind of cute seeing how protective of mm-hmm. her he is. So then we see her, uh, see him tucking her in, and when she wakes up, he gives her tea. She remembers all the mean shit she said to the girls <laughs> the night before, and apparently she curses like a sailor, mm-hmm. or like us, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, y'all are so fucking annoying, like, y'all are some fucking annoying <laughs> bitches. She's sleepy, and she's... Uh-huh. Oh, Probably God. so fucking tired. Yeah. Um, so then we see Miss So, who is completely hungover. Um, Face is a wreck. Yeah. Still in the clothes from the night before. Mm-hmm. She turns up to Mr. Bong's campsite. Um, and she's looking, like we said, a little rough. And they kind of eat ramen together and drink coffee. Kind of in silence, it seems. Mm-hmm. And she tells him that he should come back to work. And that even though the poet died and they got divorced, he still needs to live his life and take care of his family. And so then she walks away crying. Do you think they're going to get back together? I hope so. I kind of hope yes and I kind of hope no. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence because I want them both to be happy. Mm -hmm. But I kind of like the idea of, like, her being like, you know, I need to do stuff. Mm-hmm. For me too, and like hopefully they can just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'll, I think I'd be happy either way. Yeah, I feel like her being without him is leading to just like I want to party mm-hmm. and get fucked up. Yeah, that's true. which I think is like masking her sadness. Yeah, drowning her loneliness and sadness. You know, mm-hmm. because I don't think she wanted to leave him. Mm-hmm. But I think things just kind of escalated yeah Yeah. rather quickly and then suddenly like it was done it happened yeah it's pretty intense um donnie and yunho get ready to go to to work on the book and you noted that it's interesting how often you see people cleaning in (laughs) k-dramas so if you want to talk about that a little bit well i've just seen in a lot of k-dramas where they're like let's clean up and i feel like in western tv shows like you never see people cleaning their house no but 
I can name several dramas where I've seen people cleaning their houses. It's, it's like really funny. Part of the show, but anyway. They're promoting cleanliness. Yeah. I'm okay is, with that. Which is good. I need to be more like that. Yeah. Um, Andrew's already like that, thankfully. <laughs> um, so multiple days have passed, and they're working together on this book project. Basically, Yunho is reading all the handwritten stuff, and mm-hmm. Donnie's typing it out on the computer. And she gets sleepy and puts her head on his shoulder. Then we cut to Hayden and Sojun meeting up. And they definitely have some good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Still don't know how I feel about him after these last two episodes. Yeah. But the two of them are kind of cute and sweet. Um, cuts back to Yoon-ho. And he's sitting there. Like, he stopped reading because he realized she put, his, she put her head on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And he kind of brushes her hair back. He runs his fingers across her face, like, very softly, almost, like, not even touching her face. It's very tender. Yeah, and then he leans in to kiss her. And at that point, I'm like, no, she's asleep. Uh Don't do that. Yeah. It's a little weird. It's Um, definitely that thing where it's like, this is problematic, but also, y'all are cute. Yeah, but still problematic. Yeah, like, don't kiss someone while they're asleep. Yeah. This is not sleeping beauty. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Yeah. But then she gets a text, which makes her open her eyes, and he, um, the text is from Sojun, mm-hmm. and he's asking, like, hey, should I design this book after all? And, like, I'll do it if you want me to. And mm-hmm. she's like, yes, you must do it. So he tells Hayden he'll go ahead and work on the project, which for her, it's really exciting, because in her mind, she's like, yes, I got him to do it. Mm-hmm. But technically, she didn't. Yeah. So again, it's like, Hayden's getting, like, leftovers Three sh- two strikes already like everything's happening because of donnie <laughs> yeah it's pretty fucked up so then we cut back to donnie and like basically as soon as she gets the text she's like oh i'm awake and like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to the kitchen like she kind of bails mm-hmm. on you know and so as we're cutting back to donnie she's doing a voiceover and she says that she wasn't actually asleep. She just wanted to rest her eyes. So she rested her head on his shoulder as she had always done. And she wonders if him almost kissing her was a dream. And then the kettle starts to steam. Starts to steam. And I felt like that was like a little like hint like, ooh, mm-hmm. things are like escalating. Yeah. And so then we cut back to Hayden and Sojun, and they're like, oh, it's snowing. This is cute. You know, whatever. <laughs> Again, they're like two attractive people and mm-hmm. a pretty scenery. And then we cut back, and Donnie and Yunho are um, taking a break from working, and they're drinking tea outside in the snow. And they have a little moment remembering how Yunho said the moon was beautiful um, a few episodes ago, <laughs> and how, like, when the moon was giant. Mm-hmm. And he posted on his social media um, a quote from a Japanese author who translated I love you to the moon is beautiful. And there's like a whole story behind it. But he keeps saying it to Donnie. Mm-hmm. And then he says it again. And then he says the snow is beautiful. Like, hey, I, I mean it in the same way when I say the snow mm-hmm. is beautiful kind of a thing. And he's being really nonchalant about it. And she looks a little taken aback like, wait, what are you saying? And he, he like, tries to, like, brush snow off of her, and mm-hmm. she gets, like, kind of bashful with him. And he's like, what, do you find me attractive all of a sudden? And then it cuts to her, like, kind of stammering, like, do you like me? And then she gets really nervous looking, and he smiles, and then bam, end of episode. <laughs> ah! And we were, like, screaming. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. 
So, oh, there's a lot going I on. I feel here. like I feel like he's been pretty like forward with a lot of things he said to her. Yeah, she just wasn't listening. Yes, she wasn't paying attention, and it took feeling him almost kiss her and touching her, and then feeling his away. pecs earlier on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Same. What the hell happens. Same, same, same. Mm. Fashion. Yes, God! Fashion, yes. I love Fuel's boots. Mm-hmm. Her white boots. Um, I love her skirt. She's got a... The fringe. It's, it's the beginning of the episode. First episode, I think. Uh-huh. The black skirt with the black fringe. Uh huh. Yeah. I would love to wear that, but the cats would attack me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have like cuts all down my legs. <laughs> yes. Same. Um, we already talked about how we like Yunho's cool guy look. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Um, I put I love Gio's boots twice. You really love them. So I'm thinking there's a separate pair of boots that I liked. Mm. I don't know. Um. Yeah, Yunho's cuffed jeans make a comeback. I think that's the third time already. Mm-hmm. Very excited to see those, even though I don't like them. I don't think they're cute at all. But I like seeing them because they're funny. Yeah. Um. Oh, I love Miss Go's fuchsia suit. Mm-hmm. I want that. I want her Gangnam Leopard outfit. I think she looks incredible. Yes. That whole look is killer. Yes. Uh, we talked briefly about Yunho's earmuffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he has a sweater that says Catitude on it. So funny. And at first we were like, wait, Attitude? No. Catitude. No, that's Catitude. All right. Okay. I feel like I haven't seen Catitude on a shirt for grown-ups ever. Ever. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think I've definitely seen Catitude on, like, an Kids. Old Navy shirt yeah. for young girls. Yeah. But whatever. He pulls it off. Mm-hmm. He looks great. And then uh, my final thing was Hayden has these really cool pearl earrings where mm-hmm. they're kind of like pearl and gold. Apparently, according to my mom, pearls are very popular in Korea right now. Oh. So, okay. yeah. Again, I'm so happy this show has great fashion moments. Oh, yeah. As Again, compared to we're Descendants. Not in Eric. <laughs> I love you moments. Yes. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. I love you. So, I have kind of like an alternative I love you moment. Mm-hmm. I really like how Miss So stood up for Mr. Bong after she was like, hey, he's a good dude mm-hmm. and I care about him. I agree. Yeah. Um, I like how she's passionate. See, this is what he was missing. <laughs> he should have stood up for yeah. her the same way she's. St- he he maybe needed to see her yeah do that and realize like oh this is what was missing yeah this is what i should have been doing all along yeah as her partner but then also i kind of want to be like were you telling him that throughout your relationship mm-hmm. or did you just serve him with divorce papers mm-hmm. when you couldn't mm-hmm. take it anymore mm-hmm. like you need to tell your yeah. feelings before they become too much mm-hmm. to where you can't handle it anymore but. Yeah, and I feel like she probably didn't speak up about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why she blew up so hard. In a mall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, my I love you moment, I think I will pick um, when the three women are drunk together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're talking. Just because I feel like they haven't 
really talked about these things. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it doesn't seem like Donnie has any female friends. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like Miss Go does either after that last outing we saw with her other so-called friends. Yeah. Who were like, let's not hang out with her anymore. And it kind of seems like Miss So doesn't really have friends. Yeah, because like she was just a wife and mother. Begging people to go clubbing. From work to go uh-huh. clubbing. So I don't think they've had that moment to just like vent, it vent about everything and cry about things that have been hurting them. and To women who are like empathetic mm-hmm. to their situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good moment. So I think like having that moment together of just like fucking letting it out yeah drunken and all like yeah just let it out and then maybe you'll feel a little bit better yeah i think that was very very beneficial to them definitely i will also say you know and donnie they're pretty hot together mm-hmm. it's not quite i love you moment but it's no. like okay Steamy moment yeah mm-hmm. um, which we didn't really get on descendants i feel like Descendants, no. I felt like everything was just, like, sweet. Yeah. Oh, Rolling sweet. in the hay was as was sexy. as sexy it got. Okay, so predictions. Hmm. I, Gosh. I'm really nervous, like we said earlier, about Donnie's, um, when she, what will happen when she figures out that, one, that Yoon-ho is the person that, or Donnie's the person that Yoon-ho likes. Mm-hmm. That she lives with him, and also that the only reason that Sojun agreed <laughs> to be the designer was because he also likes Donnie. And also knows her, and also knows Yoon-ho. Yeah. So weird. I know. I think a lot of people's feelings are going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. That the secret has been kept, and, like, people are going to seem, I don't know, like, like they're hiding shit, which technically they are. But yeah. it's going to come off worse than I feel like it would have. If they just been known. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also interested in how this book project is going to happen. Like, what what's going to happen with Soju now working on the book design. He's obviously going to be involved mm-hmm. with coming to, like, maybe meetings mm-hmm. and discussions and things. So all three of them are probably going to be in the same room together as well as all of the coworkers. Yeah. So that's going to be really weird. I hope blackmails, a blackmail situation does not arise. Where, like, I feel like it could. Yeah. Uh, and then the way the episode ended with Donnie being mm-hmm. like, do you like me? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to do that thing where it's like, do you like me? And then in episode nine or whatever, it's going to like twist into like being a funny moment. Because mm-hmm. um, spoiler alert for Touch Your Heart, they just did that mm-hmm. in one of their episodes where a character asks, do you like me? And then the other character is like, what? And then you're kind of like, oh my god, they're going to finally address it. And then the next episode, it's like, that's not what he meant. And it was all like, whatever, a Mm -hmm. funny circumstance. I feel like there's nothing else this could mean, though. Yeah. He he almost kissed her while he thought she was asleep. Yeah. And she was seemed to be pretty turned on by that. Uh And previously, too, when she, like, felt him up. Uh-huh. And then he, like, was Pounced on top of on her. her. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely some chemistry that she's finally fucking feeling and understanding what's happening. Yeah. And maybe it took that for her to actually realize, like, oh, yeah, Yoon-ho is a grown-up. And yeah, like, something physical. He's not just this kid that I threw my body 
in front of a moving car (laughs) (laughs) to get out of school (laughs) she's so funny Uh uh-huh i love her but yeah there's 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 a lot i want to see i know i just want to keep watching yeah all right well i guess we'll hopefully find out some of these things yeah the next two episodes tell us what you think who is your favorite couple who do you want to date are you team yunho or team sojun do you want miss so and mr bong to get back together yeah i'm very curious about that um also do you think like I feel like I'm just team hating. <laughs> I just want the best for hating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, she means well. She's a good person. She's not a total bitch. Yeah. I want to be her friend. I want to share clothes with her. <laughs> and I just, I feel like Yoon Ho isn't the guy for her. Mm-mm. I don't know if Sojun is, but I just want, I, I just mean, want her to be happy. <laughs> yeah. The way, the way Yoon Ho has treated his relationship with her, I don't think he's the best person for her. Yeah. As much as she likes him. Yeah, I think she could find somebody who treats her a lot better. Definitely. Definitely. Well, get in touch with us on Instagram at OK Drama Podcast, mm-hmm. Facebook at OK Drama Podcast, uh-huh. Twitter at OK Drama Pod. Yep. Email us, OK Drama Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.